Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another episode of We Watch Shudder. I am one of your co-hosts. My name is JD, and who's here with me? It's Michelle. It's Michelle. You guys know what we do here. We watch Shudder. It's right there in the name. Specifically, every week, uh, we take a look at the new... Uh, original and or exclusive Shutter release. They've been doing one a week for a while now, and that's what we're focusing on here. They got a ton of other content on there that's not original and exclusive that's worth your time as well. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's what we're here to do today. There's another new one today. Michelle, what is it that we're talking about? We're going to watch The Sadness, which is appropriate for two people with clinical depression. Ah, I see what you did there. Yeah, but it has nothing to do with clinical depression. No, Very it really doesn't. In the name. It really doesn't. <laughs> so we'll talk about that that name factor here in a little while. But uh, mm-hmm. as we do, uh, I am just going to read to everyone the description of the sadness that you can find right here today on the official Shutter website. Here is what it says. When a virus spontaneously mutates, it gives rise to a mind-altering plague. The streets erupt into violence and depravity as those infected are driven to enact the most cruel and ghastly things they can think of. Murder, torture, rape, and mutilation are only the beginning. A young couple is pushed to the limits of sanity as they try to reunite amid the chaos. The age of civility and order is no more. There is only the sadness, a Shudder original. And I must immediately point out that I think for, well, for sure the first time in uh, We Watch Shudder podcast history, this description comes with a special disclaimer. It says, note, the sadness contains graphic and extreme violence and gore as well as brief strobe effects in the end credits. That's what's on tap here today. Michelle, mm-hmm. hit us with your spoiler-free thoughts on the sadness. Okay, so name aside, because I don't like the name of this film. I didn't um, either. I, I, yeah. we'll, we'll get into that when we break yeah, it down, so for sure. Let's just separate the name from the movie. Uh, so the sadness... Um, It is about a virus called Alvin. So they are just messing up all sorts of naming conventions in this one. And when it's a movie based on this idea that um, there's some sort of virus that mutates your mind and makes you do horrific things, there are one of two directions that movie can go. We can go the correct way, like the crazies, and do it very well. Or we can do the happening M. Night Shyamalan style, and it can just be wacky and not watchable. Uh, this movie, I am delighted to announce, it went, you know what? We know what you want to see. Blood geysers, uh, crazy, horrific deaths, um, things that make you look away from the screen several times throughout the movie. Uh, this was an absolute masterpiece. I am delighted. I am rarely delighted. And you know what? I'm going to do it. This is my first five-star movie on the show. Five skulls for the sadness from Michelle. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that is high praise. The highest of praise. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, here's the thing I have to say about the sadness. I did enjoy this movie. This, I'm, I, I don't know. This, this movie definitely goes to some places 
that are, <laughs> are a little past my line. Uh, but it balanced them with a lot of things I really enjoyed. Uh, I, I can't, just because of my personal taste, I can't go the full five skulls on it because, oh, there are parts of this that I, I, I really rough. have. To, oh, it's yeah. rough. It's yep. real rough. I don't but, think this is one everybody will enjoy. Right, I will throw that disclaimer out sure. there. <laughs> uh, but uh, I also, I've, I've already expressed to some other people, uh, I it, it definitely balances that roughness, I think, with a little bit more uh, uh, thought uh, and, and story uh, than you get with certain movies that are pure exploitation. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a very exploitational film, but... Uh, it does enough other things that, like, it doesn't get into that territory of, like, like a cannibal holocaust or a uh, human centipede 2 uh, <laughs> that's just, like, repulsivity for its own sake uh, and, and really trying to put... I mean, it definitely tries to push boundaries, but it tries to push those boundaries with a different tone than certain other movies, and I think that's what made me able to enjoy it more, even though mm -hmm. there are, like I said, definitely things that I did not care for. Uh, I'm going to go uh, four skulls uh, on nice. this one, uh, which gives us a, a split of four and a half, which I think makes this, an, uh, at least in the episodes we've released so far, uh, our highest average score. Is that correct? Correct. It gets four and a half average skulls i gave it five you gave it four which makes it the highest of the released episodes should uh, should express to you that this movie is entirely in uh mandarin chinese uh and uh it does come with with subtitles uh i will also uh ensure you that when you're watching it on shutter and you try to turn the subtitles on and it tells you there are no subtitles available for this film to turn on there are absolutely subtitles and they must just be built into the movie so don't worry about that oh. i got real panicky when i started watching <laughs> this movie i was like what I'm do gonna you mean to i'm going to have to watch the whole thing in mandarin <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, so I wished you had to do that though. I really <laughs> wish. And then I would have been like, you know, there's subtitles, right? Like I wish you had to watch this without knowing any of the language. Right. Side note. Also, it occurs to me that I, I said Mandarin Chinese earlier, and yeah. I don't know if that's the correct way to refer to that. Uh, I, I know the movie takes place in Taiwan. Uh, uh, I may, I may have been mistaken there. Uh, so please forgive me if I, if I, uh, misspoke. Uh, in any way there if you uh, know anything about that uh, situation. Uh, anyway, uh, clearly we loved the sadness uh, overall. We're going to talk about it in great detail here now. If you want to go see the movie before we break it apart and spoil everything, this is where you're going to want to do that. Hit that pause button right Hey friends, just a quick note. That disclaimer from the Shutter website was no joke. This movie is uh, especially brutal uh, especially aggressively violent uh, and contains some pretty rough depictions of sexual violence as well. Uh, we want to make sure you're aware of that in case you were going to check out the movie before listening to the rest of this and also simply just before listening to the rest of this. Uh, it's something that you definitely need to know before going into this film. So keep that in mind. On to our thoughts. Now... All right, Michelle, mm -hmm. I'm just going to let you go. Tell us all about uh, the sadness and, well, I tell you what, let, let's actually start here. Uh, mm -hmm. The title 
Uh, I'm still <laughs> not like okay. There's there's this very brief subplot where apparently there's this element of the experience of being infected with this virus where you get a little sad and you cry a little bit. But and they like vaguely, very briefly try to offer like a token explanation makes no sense at all. I still don't understand really where it even came from. Did you have any grasp at all on why this movie is called The Sadness? I am thinking it is probably more nuanced language that is lost in translation because if it is not, it is very dumb. And I feel like this movie is too good to just be very dumb. <laughs> well, here's the thing is while the movie was produced in Taiwan and uh, and stars uh, Taiwanese actors, uh, the uh, the um, the movie was written and directed by a, a Canadian fella. Uh, that Rob Jabaz is is a Canadian uh, filmmaker, uh, so I don't know. Maybe it's a translation issue. Maybe it's not. Uh, but yeah, the name may don't yeah. like don't judge anything about this by the name. You don't have time for sadness in this yeah. movie. Yeah, I mean, I have been depressed a lot and i have never been as active as these people have during right. those episodes so they're so, getting a lot accomplished <laughs> for sure for sure so take us through the sadness tell us about what you loved about this movie Ah, uh, so immediately it is just a high quality film which is very good you can tell like this was made with a lot of love it's it's shot correctly it's uh good acting everything is just like it's very high quality in all the like checks all the basic boxes um and then there's kind of like this subtlety in the very beginning that you usually see with a lot of like zombie type movies where things are going kind of wrong the main characters have a hint that something's going wrong but then when things get wild they get wild abruptly oh, and this yeah. movie starts hardcore the very first big thing that happens is the guy's face gets covered in oil and the then ripped oil. off yeah. Like when that happened, I was like, okay, this movie yeah. like tells you immediately, like this is what we're going for. And I just really appreciated that it was a movie that talked about, you know, being kind of hardcore in the description. And then it actually lived up to that. Yeah. That, when that, that blood geyser in the subway, I was like, <laughs> yes. When the, guy, when the yes. guy gets stabbed in the neck and it's so absurdly unrealistic, yes. of course. Yeah. But it's like, there's, there is so much blood in this movie mm -hmm. and every open wound is a is not just a a, a river it's a, a an active spurting fountain uh, of blood it's it's a mess but yeah like 15 minutes it roughly is where that moment hits and like you said there are little hints that something is starting to happen uh, he sees the lady over on the other roof who appears to mm -hmm. be covered in blood uh, and then they're driving the, to the lady's work or whatever, taking her to the train station. Uh, and they drive past that uh, apparent crime scene with all the blood. Mm -hmm. uh, but when that dude got whacked in the face with that French fry bucket and his <laughs> face just started bubble melting and Ugh. then the, she reaches up and just claws his fucking face off. I was like, oh, shit, we are off to the races. I think the absurdity of the violence is why I enjoyed yes. it because it's not realistic. Like it's so absurd that it's just like, this is ridiculous. Okay. I'm here. Like 
it's so much blood when there's people just getting stabbed left and right on the subway yeah. that it doesn't actually make you feel the sadness for these people. You're just like, this is ridiculous, but it's done in such like a fun, ridiculous way. Like the guy who gets barbed wire to his dick and yeah. says, why did you stop them? I was about to explode or whatever. Yeah, he says. I was, he said, what he said was, I was about to shoot my load. That's I remember that was. specifically. Oh my God. Yeah, it was it's like, so ridiculous. Um, and as long as we've hit that note here, uh, that is one thing. Uh, that I do want to hasten to say is this movie, it does get into some elements of sexual violence. Ooh, that are, yeah, it does. Ooh, a little, uh, like, they, I can't be the kind of person, like, because I, I, I very vocally enjoy certain movies that explore those territories. I definitely understand why that's not someplace a lot of people always want to go. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and, and that, but it's, uh, again, uh, they do it in such a way where there is a level of absurd extremity to it, if, yeah. if, if that makes sense. It's it's uh, they're not trying to make this as realistic and intense as, say, the sexual violence in a movie like uh, like Gaspar Noé's Irreversible uh, or or something like that. You know, it's uh, but. Oh man, like uh when uh like the the book ending of that lady with her eye getting plucked out and then Yeah. Ooh, that Jesus. was one of the like that's Ooh. up there in like scenes I've had a hard time watching yeah. like even with the it's, absurdity of it like it it's it was a rough. lot. It yeah. It was very very rough. Ooh. But uh, but like I said, again, it's it's certainly not going to be uh, palatable for everyone. Uh, but so, and, and you definitely deserve to be warned about that happening. Uh, I may have to drop. In fact, now that I think about it, a warning on the uh, early portion of this before we come mm-hmm. in, uh, just fair. to let people know that uh, before they go watch the movie, they need to understand that it's fucking intense and it might be. Uh, triggering for some too much. People. Yeah, yeah. It, it would absolutely. This is not like if you don't like horror movies, do not watch this movie. Right. Do not yeah. watch this movie. Yeah, this if you don't not... like horror at all, do not start with this movie. Yeah. Definitely. Do not. <laughs> this is uh, this is for experienced, uh, committed <clears throat> horror fans. Uh, yeah. I do, and again, I I do feel that like, um, like there were a lot of elements of the violence in this one that I thought were very reminiscent of uh. Uh, Takashi Miike's uh, Ichi the Killer, in that there, like a lot of the violence in that movie is is like this. It's it's very uh, absurdly extreme with the uh, arterial spray and the geysers of blood. Uh, but there are also moments in that movie, and I felt moments in this movie where that tone does shift a little bit into a little bit more aggressive and serious uh, uh, violence and. Uh, that scene is is one in particular, uh, and I feel like like maybe they're trying to uh, uh, to draw some sort of uh, social commentary uh, on those things uh, based on uh, who the victims are in those moments. Uh, trying to make, for example, like I, I felt like a lot of the the violence against the female characters in this movie was a little bit more serious in tone. That might have just been how I was reading it because of my impressions. Uh, but uh, no, it's uh, and and then of course uh, we get into the bit 
with the babies. And that's, I mean, we've talked about that with me <laughs> and, and babies. And that was just, that was, uh, that is definitely for me the, the, the absolute bridge too far in this movie. That's the kind of thing to me that no matter how good the rest of your movie is, uh, if you're doing violence against infants, I'm I'm out for at least a little while. Uh, so the movie did lose me in that sequence for a period of time. Uh, but uh, oh fuck! Uh, I I got to comment on your uh, female thing because I kind of agree with you. Like the the violence, the man on man violence was definitely more like this is such a weird thing to say, but it was fun compared right. to like the violence that was committed. Like man against woman was like very sexual, very like right. horrifying a lot and, more. Like why, why do men get to like have barbed wire on their dick? Where's like the clitoris action. Come on, like represent. <laughs> I was so upset. I was like, why are all the men having fun in, in this movie and women are just getting tortured. But I'm kind of yeah. used to that from like yeah, movie and, standpoint. and I I feel like that's uh uh and I don't know maybe it's it's you know like a saying something about uh, how we as a culture uh, uh view violence uh, uh maybe mm -hmm. or or just trying to drive that home a, a little bit more uh, uh and even to the extent that like there's even sexual violence against male characters in the movie. But none of it plays as extremely or as brutally uh, as uh, the at least again to my experience the, all the the violence against the female characters seemed a little bit more intense um, and and uh, that's, that's actually a big part of why I was kind of so into this movie because it wasn't even the the physical violence it was horrifying the things that they were saying to these people yes and yes. like the i was hoping we chasing. would get to that yeah yeah like i the violence for me was like oh that's fun like that that's like a lot of gore to the point where it's absurd and i don't have to like look away it's just like oh man that's kind of silly um but it was actually scary like the things that they were saying and the idea of like this man who's kind of an incel on the subway now has this virus that makes him incredibly violent and now yes. he's after you forever the mo the movie... that is so scary <laughs> yeah yeah the movie definitely had it, it, it had some things to say about a few different things mm -hmm. and one of them is it definitely had some things to say uh about uh toxic male uh sexual attitudes absolutely mm -hmm. uh there are some repulsive lines of dialogue spoken in this film uh to and to true horrific effect like i don't want anybody to like i can't say i enjoyed this movie <laughs> right that's not the right word for it it's an experience i'm glad i had and i appreciate but oh man did i feel like i wanted to take a bath when i was done like, I this was giggling is a, throughout this, it. We're different people. <laughs> this is a it's a tough movie. Uh, there uh, uh, there are other elements though. I, I like the uh, the very obvious, clear, direct lampooning of the American response to the COVID nineteen yes. pandemic throughout. <laughs> to the extent that the press conference for their president, the backdrop <laughs> is very clearly a mock up to make it look very similar to the the backdrop they use 
for American presidential press conferences. I don't know if that's actually what it looks like there or if it was a deliberate parody. Either way, it was hilarious. That scene also where the general goes crazy during the <laughs> press conference and jams that grin. That's a perfect example of what we were talking about about uh like the there's sort of this silliness of the man on man violence but making you confront the aggressive nature of because i think like the, a certain amount of those attitudes like oh that whole boys will be boys kind of thing comes from uh uh, uh or at least is rooted in part in uh, like the rough housing of boys with boys you know and then like just that idea getting transposed and this this doesn't allow you to see the violence against women the way it allows you to see the violence against men it makes you take a stronger look at that i think and i i don't mean to harp on that like a broken record but i i, I really uh appreciated that element of of the film uh again not enjoyed it by any means but uh <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's wild, and yeah. So they they shove the grenade in the dude's face, and his head explodes in the best head explosion I've seen since Scanners. Uh, I thought and, of Scanners too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the Scanners is the is yeah. the landmark of all head explosions, right? Uh, uh, scanners just came out on Shutter again. Do you think that it was because of this movie? Oh uh, no, I I doubt it. But uh, I mean, you never can. I, <laughs> well, I, would I mean, guess... this is an original. If they're like. Hey, they're going to want to watch Scanners after this because now I want to go watch Scanners and I know it's on Shutter right now. So awesome. I'm like, hmm, smart, but, uh, smart. Yeah, so so what else? Tell, tell us more about the sadness, Michelle. What else do you got to say um, about this movie? What was your hardest part to watch? Was it the fingers the, the, or was it the babies? The baby, the baby thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. That was, and that's always for me going to be the roughest thing. Um mm -hmm. And yeah, but the uh, the fingers uh, when he are you yeah. talking about the bit where he cuts the the fingers off? Yeah, because I watched that. Oh. Went, oh no, oh, oh. no, Jamie's not gonna like that. <laughs> oh, that was rough. That was real yeah. rough. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, oh god, yeah, it was the it's it's a I, I watched this movie on my phone at my desk at work today. Oh no, that's and, a bad choice. Oh, it was. <laughs> I was I was looking over my shoulder. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm hoping my boss doesn't happen over by here right in the middle of one of these sequences." Uh yeah. it was oh, it was aggressive, but uh if you're able to stomach this sort of thing, it's definitely a better film uh than a lot of movies that do this same sort of thing. I think is what we're ultimately coming to. Yeah, are there many Mandarin uh, horror movies? I was I, trying to find. I don't know. Because I, I was trying to see if there were a ton, and I was looking through the list, and I only saw one on Google that I'd ever heard of. So I'm kind of excited to go explore Mandarin like movies a little bit more. Um, I know like South Korea makes a lot of good stuff. There's clearly a lot of good Japanese. I don't know what we really have from China uh so much and i kind of want to go spend the next month like exploring well, chinese horror a little bit more as it turns out imdb has a list of 315 horror titles produced in taiwan so i will have them watched within the next week and i will have an essay written 
I will not uh, be surprised in the <laughs> least. <laughs> I'm, I'm really going to go uh, check out that list, though, because that I that was one thing when I was watching this. I was like, I might have been sleeping on Chinese horror because I know I watch out for Korean and Japanese. Um, and I can't really think of a lot of Chinese movies, especially in Mandarin. Um, I know the distinction between Mandarin and Cantonese because of Wayne's world. That's all I know. About. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh. Actually, yeah. So, uh, but I, I'm definitely going to go check out a little bit more cause I'm, I'm excited to see what else, because this can't be the first good Chinese horror movie. It's too good. There has to be other stuff out there. And I don't think I've explored it enough. Yeah. And it's uh, it, it was, it was real, 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 real intense. Uh, yeah, so, I yeah, love that. Uh, definitely check it out uh, if you uh, if you've got a strong stomach. It's uh, it's Grand Guignol uh, to the nth degree, uh, and it's uh, it's it's also true horror in the sense that you will turn away on at least a couple of occasions. Oh, if you, absolutely. If you uh, <laughs> if you don't, uh, uh, you might not be human. So yeah, uh, no, it's it's aggressive and fun yeah. and made me laugh and then horrified and then I laughed some more and then I was just truly truly horrified. I love this kind of movie. As a uh, as a final point, the uh, the picture uh, on the profile page for the movie on the Shutter website has a quote uh, that also appeared in one of the Red Band trailers, uh, and the quote is simply. Uh, the most violent and depraved zombie movie ever made. And uh, I, I mean, I, I, I guess there is a possibility there's something out there that I haven't seen that tops it, but I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's fucking intense. I loved it. Yeah. So uh, so if you go check it out, guys. So we're we, I, if I don't stop now, I'm just going to keep broken recording how awesome this fucking movie is. So uh, but you did not enjoy it. It's just very good. Right. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, uh, I, I I loved it. I, I met it so much. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it multiple times. Yeah. This is going to be one that like, I'm going to make uh, children watch if I ever babysit them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I have friends who actually like, let me babysit their children because I guess I'm good with them. Uh, I won't actually make your your tiny little tot who I love and adore uh, watch this ter- <laughs> terrifying movie. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, it's, on, so good. it's it, oh, it's yeah, it's 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 uh, ooh, I, I'm just gonna end right there. Say good night, Michelle. Good night, Michelle. <laughs>